Let's open the Bibles this morning to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. In the Garden of Eden, our fathers and we in them, our parents, chose lies over truth, chose death over life, chose dysfunction over efficiency, profitability, pleasure, and peace. We chose terribly. And if it weren't for the grace of God, we would still be there. The world lieth in darkness, the Bible says. Darkness shall cover the people, but a light shall arise, and that light came through Jesus Christ our Lord. We made a terrible choice, and if it were not for the grace of God, we would be left in that choice today and lost without his grace, help, or light, truth of the gospel. In Luke chapter 10, the Lord Jesus Christ has just explained to the 70 that he sent out in pairs, 35 preaching pairs, that they should be thankful their names were in the book of life. But I want to start at verse 21. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in thy sight. For so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered to me of my Father, and no man knoweth who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son, and he to whom the Son will reveal him. And he turned him unto his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things that ye see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them. Amen and amen. We see them, we hear them, and it's all by the grace of God. We would not know the Father if the Son didn't show Him to us, and we would not know the Son if the Father didn't show Him to us. Verse 21 tells us that the Lord made a choice. God has hid these things from the wise and prudent. Those who are learned and intelligent in the world, God's hidden His gospel and truth from them. They can't see it or know it. So severe is this judgment that He sends strong delusion for men to believe a lie. And yet, he reveals it to babes. And so it's a choice that God made to hide it from some and to reveal it to others. And so we have been the recipients of his choice to show us the truth. And that exercise and that work of showing us the truth took his election before the world began, Christ dying on the cross for us, the Spirit preparing us for truth, and then sending someone to preach it to us, all by the choice and grace of God. He sent Paul to certain people and didn't let Paul go to other people. He tried to go north, he wouldn't let him. He tried to go south, wouldn't let him, as we learned over there in Acts chapter 16. So we should be thankful today, and we should give thanks today, and praise him who has shown us so much. It doesn't matter what you know in any professional field, It doesn't matter what you know on any academic field. That's all worthless information. 
What do you know about the God of heaven? That is lasting truth. No one is going to need any of your professions as soon as you die. In the new heaven and the new earth, there are no professions. None of your professions are needed. It's all worthless information. How about knowing God and knowing His Son, Jesus Christ, and knowing the reconciliation that God made with us, His elect, through His Son, Jesus Christ? That is profound information. And we're going to end up with it at the Lord's Supper today about God reconciling His people to Himself through Jesus Christ, and ministers come and give us the word of reconciliation. They minister reconciliation and appeal to us for us to be reconciled to God. If a man is pardoned from death row, it does him no real value in his soul and heart and mind unless he's told about being delivered from death row and being pardoned. And we have been reconciled to God and we've been told about it. We know the Father and we know the Son. And that is a blessing. Jesus said, I thank thee. If Jesus said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, how much should we thank him that we have heard the joyful sound and know the gospel truth about the Lord Jesus Christ? Verse 22, all things are delivered to me of my Father. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. That's the arrangement God's made. All things are of God. He's either chosen us or he hasn't. But he has, and that's why we're here. And all things were delivered to Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ had the first and greatest and most beautiful feet to preach the gospel of peace. And that 22nd verse tells us, No man knoweth. It's not an intellectual exercise of reading the Bible and coming to knowledge. Lots of people read the Bible. Many people read the Bible, but few know the truth and message of the Bible. And we want that, and we should praise God and thank Him for having it. As I said before, it's God's choice, it's the Spirit's regeneration, and it's preacher's faithfulness that we've ever heard it. And so we thank the Lord for arranging all of those. And He told those disciples of His that blessed are the eyes which see the things that ye see. Because they were seeing precious things. We're going to run into some disciples of Apollos, and we're going to run into Apollos today, and he hadn't seen all this. He, had, he was instructed in the way of the Lord Jesus Christ as far as John could take him, but he needed to go a lot further. And we've been taken a lot further right. than what John the Baptist knew. We have a great deal for which to give thanks. Verse 24 tells us that many prophets, prophets, their job was to declare the divine will of God to men when it wasn't in writing. Prophets knew God better than anyone. But many prophets had desired to see the New Testament gospel and never saw it. To have heard the New Testament gospel and never heard it. We are greatly blessed. Many kings, it tells us in verse 24. There is no king in the Old Testament that knew as much as a simple saint of the New Testament. We're greatly blessed. If he had left us alone, where would you be today? What would you be doing? What would your mindset be? If he left us to our nature, and if he left us to our parents, and if he left us to this world, and if he left us to the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, 
It would be nothing but lies, deception, darkness, blindness, hopelessness, and then death, and then another death. We are so blessed, and that's why we're here. The Lord's called us out of this city of unbelievers, and he has called us out of the churches of most of those that call themselves believers. Because he's shown us a different level of truth. The Apostle Paul is going to be in a synagogue in Ephesus, and he's going to preach about Jesus Christ there for three months. Then he's going to separate the disciples and pull them out of that synagogue and put them in the school of one Tyrannus. Because separation is what you have to do if you want truth. You've got to leave error, and the Lord has shown us truth. He's blessed us with life, and he's blessed us with light. And we have it today. And may we, may we give thanks, like the Lord Jesus did in verse 21, may we understand and appreciate that many have desired to hear the things that we hear and see and have not heard them or seen them. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, thou art Lord of heaven and earth. There is none that can stay thy hand or even say unto thee, What doest thou? Thou alone art God. And we thank thee that in your divine righteousness and in your flawless holiness, your impeccable integrity, you chose to leave much of this race in their rebellion, in their lies, their sins, their darkness, their dysfunction for life, and then to suffer the second death. But we thank thee through Jesus Christ our Lord that you chose us out of this world and out of the lump of clay of fallen humanity and made vessels of glory by your glorious grace and showed us your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only have you shown him to us, You sent him to die for us, and we thank thee for that unspeakable gift. We thank thee that you reconciled enemies to yourself by the death of your son. You should have left us to ourselves, but you are full of love, and God is love, and you showed that and demonstrated it and commended it in your love toward us. We thank thee, Holy Father. We thank thee that you chose us to truth, sent Jesus Christ to die for us, regenerated us by thy spirit, and sent beautiful feet with a mouth to speak glorious things about your Son. And it is all of thee that you chose us, saved us, regenerated us, and sent the gospel to us. You opened our hearts to receive it. O Lord, you raised us up by your spirit to love it. You've called us into this place and arranged by your providence that we would have many like-minded brothers and sisters today to fellowship with. We thank thee, Lord of heaven and earth, for the glorious news of the gospel. We thank thee for things that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have the hearts of men ever imagined the good things that you have in store for us who love thee. And we do love thee this day. And we thank thee that we are called according to thy purpose. And nothing can separate us from thy love, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We thank thee that when there were much people in the city of Corinth, 
where was the temple to Apollos, and the patron god was Poseidon, that you told our beloved brother Paul that you had much people there, and no one would hurt him until he had spoken to them the truth of the gospel. We thank thee that you have shown us that truth as well. Bless us today, Heavenly Father, by your Spirit, as we open the Word of God, that the words there that he inspired through many writers, and today through Luke, the beloved physician, that by thy Spirit and thy Word, you will lift up our hearts and our minds, convicting us of our sins and directing us more perfectly in the way of righteousness. Heavenly Father, take away our infatuation with the little soap bubbles of this life that do not deserve our joy and our zeal like your gospel deserves our joy and our zeal. Let us find our greatest fulfillment, not professionally, not educationally, not athletically, but spiritually, that we would embrace thy son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and realize there's a whole realm beyond our sight of the spiritual, and there's a whole realm beyond our existence of the eternal, which we shall share with thee. For everything we can see is temporal, and everything that we cannot see is eternal. Heavenly Father, these things are true facts of thy gospel. Bless us today to hear them, believe them, and rejoice in them. We thank thee for the ministers that you have sent for 2,000 years that we might hear and see things that kings and prophets did not see or hear. Bless your servants in every place that they will boldly, unapologetically declare the truth of the gospel that others may also be strengthened and encouraged, exhorted and admonished in the truth of thy word. Forgive us our sins, Heavenly Father. Let nothing hinder your blessing today. We know that your arm is not shortened, nor your ear stopped up except by our sins. Thou art the infinite God, and we pray that you'll forgive us so that your ear will hear us and that your arm will reach forth in the person of the Holy Ghost and bless us today. Our trust is in thee. Let us have a great day as we honor thy son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who saved us, who loved us, and whom we will live for, and we look for his soon return to take us to be with thee forever. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen.